hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere. And it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns. And you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance, and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's healthlock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, are now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour, 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program uh, remember Maxine Waters and, and by the way, I could play a list of Democrats, a montage for the next 10 minutes of the violent rhetoric of some people on the left. This is but one example. Listen, you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And with this kind of inspiration, I will go and take Trump out tonight. I will go and I will take Trump out tonight. But the double standard continues. That hard-hitting news show, The View. Sonny, what's her name? Houston? Anyway, she said Republicans were thugs at work during the speaker vote. Listen. Republicans like to use identity politics and they like to talk about thugs a lot and they like to talk about other people. I saw a lot of thuggishness going on. I saw thugs at work. Um, I saw this uncivilized nature and um, it's like they were raised by wolves, many of them. And so I wonder if you're doing that in the chamber on the House floor, how do you expect to govern and lead by example? That's something I wouldn't want to see my kids do and they were doing uh oh okay gee let's take some advice from the hard-hitting news people at the view anyway joining us now uh emerged as a real leader and star that we knew him to be to be very honest uh byron donalds is with us he has a new committee assignment uh and that is on the steering committee 
Uh, very, very important position. And uh, we welcome him back to the program. Congressman, how are you? Hey, how you doing, Sean? Good to be with you. It's good to be with you. Well, I mean, it had to be a little bit of an honor that people were thinking about nominating you for speaker. I, uh, I, we've known you're a star for a long time. You know that. And uh, uh, how did that feel on your on your side? I mean, look, honestly, it was it was really cool. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things that you never <laughs> anticipate will ever happen in your life. And then when it's going on, you're like, oh, crap, this is like, you know, surreal. You know, so it was awesome in the moment, you know, just as a personal point. But uh, at the end of the day, I think, you know, I knew and realized that what we needed to do was find a way to, to just get everybody at the table so we could negotiate this thing out. Look, and my, one of my complaints about it was that I thought Republicans should have done this before January 3rd. I, look, I know many in the base, they really liked it, and it didn't bother me tremendously. And at no point was I concerned or worried. I didn't want it to go on in perpetuity because I think the, the patience of the American people would have worn thin pretty fast. Uh, but in the end, it was only four days. Um, and but But I had kind of known a little bit more than the average bird because behind closed doors uh working my sources i knew a lot of this had already been agreed to you know that's true yeah a lot of it has and i think that the key things that were being discussed were what are the tools to in a lot of respects verify that enforcement of what was agreed to was going to happen i mean look one of the things in in congress is that you can things can be said that they're going to do they're going to be done, but Congress waives rules all the time. And so I, I think a lot of the negotiation points, the finer one, finer ones were ways to ensure that this stuff is done. I mean, because if you take a step back, it's really to the betterment of all the Republican members in, in, in our conference. And frankly, for the voters who all sent us here to Washington, I, I think that voters and people in the base, you know, I'm a Tea Party uh, conservative. I was a Tea Party activist a decade ago. That's how I got into politics. And if, you know, if my member of Congress could come back and be like, hey, we did this, 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 and this, then I'm like, man, thank you, and keep going. And I think that helps all of our Republicans be successful in what's, in what's going to be a difficult Congress, no doubt about it. Well, the other thing that I knew and I understood and I had faith in is that I knew, especially days before January 3rd, Kevin McCarthy had already agreed to the motion to vacate uh, which no speaker really wants to ever do, but he did it. And, and at that point, it was a five vote threshold. It, it came down to a one vote threshold. Um, but I also knew with the commitments to America that that's locked in cement. I also knew in terms of the investigations, be it judiciary and Jim Jordan into whether the FBI's politicized, the DOJ weaponized or Jim Comer and the Biden family syndicate or uh, a check of the origins of uh, and investigating the origins of COVID-19, investigating Anthony Fauci, the withdrawal from Afghanistan, fixing the border. I mean, one of the first things you did, as McCarthy had promised, is you started with a vote uh, to clip $72 billion from the IRS. Uh, that, to me, is a promise made and a promise kept and, and one that we needed. Right. No, I agree. And all those things are true. And so the, the the gray areas in this, let's go back to the motion to vacate. That was a big one for, for a lot of members. They had made clear for a long time that uh, the one vote threshold was, was, was critically important to them. And so, you know, for uh, people back home to understand, like, why do they keep talking about this motion to vacate? Well, this was a rule that had been in Congress 
for 100 years, more than 100 years. It was removed by Nancy Pelosi. And so you had members who wanted that rule back. And so it was a constant point of debate for, you know, probably about two, two and a half months uh, between uh, certain members and, and now Speaker McCarthy. And so I think through that, through the process, the last couple of days, that was able to finally be flushed out. The second piece is not so much of the things you're discussing, but the church committee. It had been brought up as something we would do, but members had concerns about what are the actual fine points of the church committee. Is it going to be watered down? What are going to be its limits? So part of that was actually structuring that to make sure that it was going to have the, the definite teeth it needed to be successful to get into the issues of the weaponization that has gone on in the federal government. That doesn't, that's not to speak ill of my good friend Jim Jordan or Jamie Comer. They're going to do tremendous jobs with their committees. But this church committee, which is going to have to dig into some sensitive uh, issues uh, with our government, is something that members wanted to make sure uh, was ready to go and could hit on all cylinders. The last piece is, is spending. And I know the investigations are critical. We're excited to get down to the bottom of all that. But we still have a spending problem, Sean. You know that just as well as I do and so many of your listeners, all your listeners, frankly. And so the biggest thing was trying to find ways where we could get agreement around the table of what House Republicans were going to do about a massive spending problem we still have in Washington and a $32 trillion debt that's only going to balloon. Like, you know, so like I told you, when I got, when I started paying attention to politics, we were complaining about a $12 trillion national kit, national debt. Well, now it's 32 trillion. You know, the House has to act. And so I think for a lot of members who have won elections, have come here, uh, they wanted to make sure there was no stone left unturned to address these issues. And that's really what a lot of I, people I got it. But, around. And, and what frustrated me, though, you know and I know, and, and you were not one of the people I was talking to at the time, but I was talking to a lot of people in, in early December because I saw, you know, two trains on the same track uh, headed towards each other. And and it's not that the, like everybody I know that's a conservative they kind of like watching this unfold, uh, but yet everybody I knew that was an independent they're like what what's wrong with you people, and I knew that that aspect would kick in, and that my frustration was not on the issue aspects of this because a lot of it as I said and you know as well what had been agreed to and I understood that other people wanted more assurances but a lot of that could have been done ahead of time and and that was. Look, it's no harm, no foul. We're moving forward. Um, you know, there was a report out that the IRS now audits and targets working and middle class Americans over the rich. That's why I think it was so important that this first bill be passed as you passed. You also have the Rules Committee vote. But we're now apparently uh, about to hit a dooming uh, debt ceiling crisis. And now this raises a lot of questions. This will be the power of the purse that Republicans in the House have. And that means that you're going to, quote, be blamed for shutting down the government. I need to remind people before this ever happens, the government never fully shuts down. Essential workers will continue to work. Social Security checks will continue to go out. Medicare will not close down. Our military, they will be armed and ready for any challenge worldwide, if God forbid, necessary. Uh, there might be some people that get laid off for a period of time, but they usually get a free vacation and back pay the first day they get back to work. Am I wrong on any of that? No, you're right on all of that stuff. And, I've, and look, even today we had our conference meeting 
members were having discussions about the debt ceiling that is coming. We're starting to talk about that now. And I think, you know, this is a credit to Speaker McCarthy. And it's also a credit to, I think, the process that occurred last week. The members are really engaged about which direction are we going. That's a good thing. When I came here, I came here in the last Congress. And I would watch the rank-and-file Democrats, and I mean, look, they voted for the craziest policies. I don't know why they voted for this stuff. But I would watch them basically sit around and wait for Nancy Pelosi to decide everything. That's not how the legislative body is supposed to work. The members are supposed to be engaged in this. That's why we're all elected by our districts. You know, we don't all just... You know, we all we don't just get chosen by by the speaker or by the leader of your party. The voters send us here. So already we have members who are bringing their ideas to the table about what are the different ways we can deal with um, having to challenge deal with the debt ceiling. What are going to be the spending provisions we're going to want to want to have as a part of that? Are we going to want border security to be a part of that? All those discussions are having now. That's a great thing for our conference. Because it's, it is going to come, and I think that that level of dialogue between the members is really going to help us solidify, stay together, and accomplish some things for the people who sent us uh, from all over the country. All right, quick break. We'll come back more with Congressman uh, Byron Donalds of Florida, a friend of the program. Uh, then your call's coming up, 800 941 Sean, our number, if you want to join us as we continue. Unmasking the left. Accountable for their promises. America needs Hannity now more than ever. This is the Sean Hannity Show. We continue with Congressman Byron Donalds of Florida. All of the agenda items, I think, all correct me if I'm wrong, for the most part, we're going to have 222 Republican congressmen and women that are going to agree with everything on the commitments to America. They're going to agree on every single investigation. Now the question is, you know and I know what's going to happen if we have a debt ceiling fight. As soon as Republicans get accused of shutting down the government and the hysteria between the media and Democrats, et cetera, et cetera, uh, you're going to have to go out and make the case in a powerful way that essential services remain. But, however, we've got to stop robbing from our children and our grandchildren and that's why this matters. And we're not going to go along with your earmarks and your bloated budgets, this idiotic, you know, omnibus bill that was passed over the holidays. I couldn't believe what 17, 18 Republicans went along with that monstrosity. All of them should be ashamed of themselves from my perspective. And this is where the House is going to have a say now. You, you'll be able to cure a lot of the wrongs in that bill. Am I wrong? Uh, we're going to try to cure a, good, a lot of them. There's going to be some which may stick, but we're going to go back and peel back a lot of that spending because it was ridiculous. Never needed to happen. Like we were begging Senate Republicans not to go along with that bill because the other thing that happened with that omnibus bill is that it hurts our ability to use the power of the purse to secure the border. Now Joe Biden went down there for about two and a half hours, you know, like another an hour longer than Kamala Harris did. But he went down there for two and a half hours, and he has this haphazard, nonsensical new approach to the border, which still is not going to work. It's it's a joke. You can oh use- come on, it was a joke. We've had five mil- million illegal immigrants more than ever in history, and it was a photo op. And then cleaning up the town of El Paso so he doesn't see the mess that he caused was, was unbelievable. Um, let me ask you this last question, and I talked about it on radio and TV. 
um, because we've become friendly. Uh, I think the world to you. I think you're a real star in the party. And then you have, I think it was Corey Bush making this vicious, vile, nasty attack against you in the middle of all this last week. And I, I was livid for you. Um, what was your reaction? Uh, my first reaction was uh, just, I just laughed because it was the stupidest thing I ever heard. But then the second part was like, is this is this what we do in politics where if you're black on the Democrat side of the aisle, all you're ever going to do is just try to pull down black Republicans? I mean, I'm I'm over that and I'm sick of it. Uh, is it also it true that that you were not invited to be part of the Congressional Black Caucus? Uh, no, I didn't see that email. But you know what? I'm 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 pretty busy now. You know, being in the majority makes it a little bit more. <laughs> you're not busy. holding your breath. I can tell. I didn't see that email. It sounds like you're not holding your breath either. But don't you think there's something wrong with that? I do. Definitely do. I think that, you know, we have now four black Republicans in the House, obviously Tim Scott in the Senate. Um, We should be in that room to discuss the the policies uh, that we want to pass out of Washington and how they impact the black community. Because for far too long, Democrat policies fail black people. That's just the truth. And so I think that we should be in that room. Now, will those conversations be hard? Yeah. Will they be poignant? Yeah, but at least have the debate. That's where I stand. But I talk to some members of the CBC. Uh, we have pretty good relationships, but if that's how they want to run the CBC, that's fine. I'm, I'm going to go and do my job, which is pushing policies that work for all Americans, black Americans, white Americans, Hispanic Americans. That's what I'm about, because if your family is prosperous and America is prosperous, we all succeed. Well said. Uh, Congressman Byron Donalds, Southwest Florida. Uh, we wish you the best. Uh, we're very happy about all your success. We need leaders like you in Washington and uh, look forward to having you on often. Thank you, sir. Anytime. Thanks for having me on, Sean. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Will you join me in fighting the epic battle of the millennium? Do you realize since the overturning of Roe v. Wade, abortion states now have seen a huge increase in patients? Now, sadly, babies' lives are more at risk than ever. And that's why Preborn has stepped in. And they use the science of 4D ultrasound to introduce expecting moms to their precious babies. And this science works. When a mom is in crisis and hears that baby's heartbeat or sees him or her on an ultrasound, guess what? They're more than twice as likely to choose life. Now, five ultrasounds are just 140 bucks. That would help perhaps rescue five babies' lives. If you donate now, that just donate securely. You can do it by dialing pound 250 on your cell, saying the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, preborn.com slash Sean. You will never regret helping this organization. Unlike Planned Parenthood, they don't get a penny from the federal government. They rely on your generosity. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes, and then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere, and it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns, and you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. 
That's henryusa.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it, Now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. Now, some criminal was now the owner, and that's the reality. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign-up when you use the promo code SEAN, S-E-A-N, and go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN, and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean. Since 1973, over 64 million babies' lives have been taken through abortion. Now, Preborn.com, they're dedicated to saving these precious lives, and they're using the science of 4D ultrasound to do it by offering free ultrasounds to any expecting mom. That changed my life, just from that ultrasound picture. Now, you see, when an expecting mother meets that precious baby inside her, they end up being more than twice as likely to choose life for that baby. Now, you can join them in this incredible effort of theirs, and that's rescuing babies' lives. One ultrasound, 28 bucks. Uh, for $140, you can sponsor five ultrasounds. And you know what? You might be saving five lives. You can donate securely by dialing pound 250 on your cell. Use the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. And unlike Planned Parenthood, they don't get a penny from the federal government. They rely on your generosity. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easier to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere. And it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns, and you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. 
Now, to save, go to their website. It's healthlock.com. One word, healthlock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. 25 to the top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, we'll get to your calls here in a minute. I want to first remind you about our friends at Lone Star Transfer. Uh, many of you have these timeshares, and if you felt like booking it in the past was difficult, uh, now you know it's almost impossible as most clients are pretty shocked to learn that their timeshare is now available to the public, severely limiting their booking options. Many owners, by the way, also have reached out. They're upset that their yearly dues have nearly doubled during this maintenance uh, fee season. And for well over a decade, I've got the antidote. I've got the solution. They're going to bail you out of all of this mess. And a family-owned company, the only one I trust, Lone Star Transfer, they've helped thousands and thousands of owners legally and permanently get out of their never-ending timeshare fees. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They have over 900 five-star testimonials, and their clients know that Lone Star Transfer is the only company that they can trust. So remember the name, LoneStarTransfer.com. That's their website, and they guarantee the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing in a specific time frame. So start the new year off right, save money, call my friends, and you'll get a free no-obligation consultation, 833-594-0075, 833-594-0075, or LoneStarTransfer.com. Uh, all right, so we have this little issue for poor Joey and classified documents uh, that they have now found and all the indignation and all the outrage uh, that existed over Donald Trump having them, totally, completely ignoring Hillary Clinton's massive trove of top-secret documents. Anyway, now, this is how the media treated Donald Trump uh, over the Mar-a-Lago documents, and then we'll play how the media downplayed Biden having classified top-secret documents at his own think tank. Listen. If uh, the Trump people represented that they provided all the classified or national security information and didn't, uh, that's a serious problem. No one is above the law yep. and the rule of law in a democracy um, you know has to be our standard no person is above the law not even the president of the united states not even a former president of the united states the intelligence community needs to do its risk and damage assessment about how donald trump's very reckless handling of these documents might have harmed our national security this was not a mistake that these documents landed you know at mar-a-lago this is what he intended uh, and it also by the way shows uh, that they really want to get these documents back and every second that they're at this beach house uh, in the possession of donald trump uh, is a risk to our national security David, what we know is that tonight the Justice Department has launched this preliminary investigation into classified documents that were recovered from an office Joe Biden occupied and used at the Penn Biden Center, a think tank here in Washington, D.C. Uh, we are told that uh, there are only a handful of these classified documents. This according to sources who are talking to ABC News about this investigation. Former federal prosecutor Scott Fredrickson says there are important differences between this Biden inquiry and that involving former President Trump. How significant is it that these documents were self-reported voluntarily turned over? I think the self-reporting here is probably the single most important part of this situation. Uh, it indicates a lack of intentional conduct. It's completely different from the Mar-a-Lago case. 
which tends, based on reporting, to indicate there was intentionally uh, activity to take those documents. I think when you mentioned politics, none of these facts that were meticulously just laid out by Paula and Sunman are going to matter for House Republicans. They are going at this. You're already hearing them equate it to what happened with former President Trump, even though it is a very an apples to oranges situation, um, you know, uh, uh, even at, at a casual glance at this point. As I said tonight, a, a brief flurry of excitement on the right about this prospect when this news broke about the Penn Biden Center. The reason it was only a brief flurry of excitement is because in President Biden's case, uh, he and his lawyers appear to have actually done the right thing when it comes to these classified documents. I'm confused. <laughs> I mean, this doesn't sound anything like Willie wants no part of the this two cases. No, it, sound, it doesn't sound anything like it. But yet I'm, I'm reading on the Twitter machine that it's just alike. But there doesn't sound to be any similarities. This has to be the libs trying to pull somebody something over on us. Just complete, utter hypocrisy. But that's on every issue now, isn't it? It's not that hard to figure out. All right, let's uh, go to our busy telephones. James is in Illinois. James, hi, how are you? Glad you called, sir. Hi, from Illinois. See, I was wondering, when is Adam Schiff going to be removed from all con- all committees and prosecuted for lying to Congress? I don't know about the prosecution part, but I do know he's being removed from his committee. Swalwell is uh, being removed from his committee. And who else is being removed? Omar is being removed from her committee. So all of that is happening, by the way, rightly so. Well, that's good to know. See, I made your day, the congenital liar. My favorite thing about Adam Schiff, complaining about Russia, 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 but all the evidence, Trump, Russia, collusion. And then when the tape comes out of these comedians uh, acting as though they're Russians, uh, calling Schiff, uh, uh, we have compromising material, Donald Trump. What's the nature? Is that I'm sure. What's the nature of the compromising materials? Uh, pictures of the naked Trump. Naked, I think we should naked, play that. You know, like sure my, my version of it. I like. I want well, the audience to hear how stupid he is. Pictures and you have pictures. Did Vladimir see the pictures? He gets really weirdly did, excited. Did Vladimir see them? Uh, but of course, uh, Bushikov uh, show Vladimir about pics. Uh, naked. I Trump. think your accent's pretty good. Nothing enough. All right. Well, let's find out. Let's play it. And she met with Trump and she brought him one hour Russian girl, celebrity Olga Buzova, who also known as a person with a strange reputation. Olga, and, and how do you spell her name? Olga Buzova. And what's the nature of the compromise? Well, there were pictures of naked Trump. And so Putin was made aware uh, of the, the availability of the compromising material? Yes, of course. Uh, thank you very much. We will be back in touch uh, with you through our staff uh, to make uh, arrangements uh, to obtain these materials for our committee and, and for the FBI. And, and I appreciate your reaching out to us. Abusaba, uh, 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 the, the compromising material, the Donald Trump. What's the nature? What's the nature of the compromise? Uh, pictures of the naked Trump. Uh, did Vladimir see them? Uh, but of course, Vladimir Butova see the picture of the naked Trump, uh, the compromise, the material. And this guy's sitting in a position of power. Meanwhile, when he's John- colluding with a Ru- who somebody <laughs> thinks is a freaking Russian, not to mention for the purpose the fact- of winning an election. Look at John Paul Mac Isaac. He's like, here's the laptop. Here's the pictures. Yeah. No, we don't want to see that. No, thank you. No, no thanks. No, thanks. We're exactly. good. Exactly. Have a nice day. 
All right, 800-941-SEAN, our number, you want to be a part of the program. Um, let's say hi to John. John is in the great state of Texas. We are, I am an honorary Texan, thanks to Governor Rick Perry. What's going on, my friend? How are you? Well, Sean, uh, I am a greenhorn that grew up on Washington Street, where the uh, World Trade Center was eventually built. Came through that horrible place, Ellis Island. And really suffered the injustices wow. of this great nation. And I love your show, I love your radio, and I love your program. But I want to comment on Gates and the 20. You know, they've been catching a lot of heat. Why did they go through this? Well, I don't see Kevin as a Mitch, but he is a great understudy. I understand that in September, the 20th... He's definitely not a Mitch. Their, their fear was he'd be a Boehner. And by the way, Boehner was the worst. Agreed. Now, I understand that the 20 went to Kevin and said, hey, we've got things we should get lined out before the election is over so we can make a very quick transition. And Kevin, counting that, oh, boy, I have all these votes that are going to come on these new elected. I don't need these guys. And he gambled. So on the day after elections, he approaches them and says, well, how can we get this resolved? What do we need? Well, I am so happy that they kept the feet to the fire. And not only did they get what they wanted then, but they got more. Like, for example, not five, but one. So I think for all the... The, the only thing I can tell you, can I give you a little color to this, though? Because, John, I was talking to these people all throughout December, and I knew this we were headed in this direction, and I urged both sides to resolve it. A lot of these things that finally got agreed on, I was talking about in December and and talking to the people about it. There, there, there was not good faith negotiations going on with anybody. There was no list. Then when a list showed up, then it was agreed to. Then another list came in. So I, I kind of see both sides of it. And the only thing I was concerned about, the process doesn't matter to me. It's just like a fight in hockey. Uh, I, I'm one of those people that actually likes it. I, I like MMA fighting. I like boxing. I like, you know, rough and tumble football. It's, um, but I didn't like the idea that they were going to start out with that impression for other people besides us that don't care. And and that was my argument to them. I said, you guys, you know, you you, you got the country watching you and you're going to look stupid. And between the media mob, Democrats and my fe- bigger fear, independents, they 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 didn't like a lot of what they saw. That was my concern. Does that make sense to you? And that's why I wanted it done prior to January 3rd. I do. But what I understand is Kevin did not want to talk at all about this because he felt he had it in the bag. And then when he didn't. But now you're talking about those. The, but you're talking about before the election. I am saying well after the election. It was very. It was known to Kevin McCarthy as a fact that this was going to be a really rough month in terms of getting over the top, getting the majority, et cetera. I know because I got daily updates from the same person he was getting updates from in terms of. Who was up? Who was down? How many rate? How many votes were outstanding? Et cetera, et cetera. I got I got an update every single day, multiple times a day, usually. Well, 
My you know what? Stay is, right there. Let me let me put on Bert from Maine. Bert uh, disagrees with you, I think. Bert, how are you? Say hi to John from Texas. How's it going? Texas, beautiful state. They treat their veterans well. Yeah, no, I, I uh, disagree with him because, uh, you know, uh, if Bobert was so serious, uh, in particular her, was so serious about uh, making everything better for the people, and, and she was doing this for these concessions, why did she not in the end vote for McCarthy? Why did she, you know, just vote present? I mean, if she got everything that she wanted, there should have been no reason for, you know, her not to vote she, for uh, McCarthy. I know the reason. Remember, I had them on Friday night together. And the reason was that both uh, Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert wanted to see this last item, last item in writing. But I'll let you address John in Texas. What did you think of what John was saying? No, I, I mean, speakers, the, the Congress uh, is supposed to be the people's voice. And I think Kevin's done a, a really good job at that. I think that he's trying to make the changes possible for you know, us to prosper more as a people. And, and I think that if we let him do what he promised the people that he's going to do, I think we can make some real changes. I just, I hope that we can undo the damage that we did from, you know, those four days, um, because we worked hard. Uh, to get those those four days will be long forgotten if, if they keep their word. And that's what I, the, uh, that, the reason I never got wigged out at all last week is because I know that the, the agenda's in cement. So I think John in Texas, that should make you happy as well. I knew the agenda everybody agreed on. That was never an issue for me. No, I agree with you, but my problem is that when they wanted to play nice and let's talk about the issues, Kevin pointed his nose at them and said, Basically, I don't need you. And then when he found out he needed them in December, he said, okay, let's play nice. And, man, I don't care who you are. You should have started talking in September. Well, he knew very early after the election that this was going to be a tight majority. I, I, he knew because I knew because I knew where he was getting his numbers from every day in terms of how many votes were still outstanding in whatever district we were looking at. And we, I, I actually predicted with pinpoint accuracy, based on the data that I was receiving from a friend of mine, exactly how many votes we'd end up with. And I knew that the the week after election, for sure, I had it locked down completely. And every one of those the races that I called would go our way. I was right. The ones I thought would not go our way, I ended up being right as well. And it was bizarre. And I think a lot of it's rooted in the fact that. You know, the way elections are handled in this country are different. Uh, look, here's the bottom line. We're all on the same page now. Now now these guys have a mandate to go and keep the promises they made on investigations, use the power of the purse, the power of subpoena, and vote on their commitments to America. If they do their job, this will be long forgotten. Anyway, I appreciate it. John, thank you. Bert, thank you. For Maine, 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, all right, we are, are in our nation's capital, and we're here for a reason. Uh, tonight, we're doing a town hall with the newly elected uh, Congress. Uh, we've got a really important show, in my view, tonight. W will they keep their promises? Kevin McCarthy, his first interview, long-form interview. Uh, also, Steve Scalise, uh, Lee Stefanik will join us, Jim Jordan, James Comer. 
uh, John James, Byron Donalds, Chip Roy. I mean, we got a great lineup tonight. All you need to do is set your DVR so you never miss an episode of Hannity. We'll see you tonight live at 9 and back in the, well, swamp of New York tomorrow. Anyway, have a great night. We'll see you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for being with us and making this show possible. All right, who's there for heroes or their families left behind when a service member or a first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless vets and who helps our nation to never forget 9-11-01? I'll tell you who. It's the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Now the foundation's gold star, fallen first responders, smart home and homeless veterans programs and the foundation's never forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrances all across America. Over 80 runs, walks, climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute. They're educating kids from kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep their vow to never forget. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. They're hoping all of us will donate $11 a month. Just go to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, number two, letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere, and it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns, and you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's henryusa.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N.